0: Welcome back to the Brotherhood in Business podcast, helping first responders answer the call to entrepreneurship. Today, we have another episode of our Fast Five. Fast Five being uh, part of a 20-question series from the book, How to Set Up Your Business for Under $1,000. So, our goal today is to help you as a an aspiring or maybe beginning stage entrepreneur, or maybe you've been doing this for a while, running your own business, and we can give you uh, some tips and tricks that we've picked up along the way. Again, it's all about paying it forward, but... Uh, yeah. How to set up your business for under a thousand dollars by Dan Fleischman and Brandon Hampton. You can pick it up uh, anywhere that they still sell books.
1: Like a library? It, I don't know.
0: I think you can borrow. Them. Just buy know. it
1: on Amazon. <laughs> Amazon.com. Somewhere.
0: Ready, set, go. By the way, we're not paid by those guys. Just full disclosure. It's just a badass book.
1: Just a book we found. Wish we had it when we started. <laughs> All right. First question. How will I manage my business? So depending on what your business model is, this thing goes uh one of several ways but uh let's use us for example for now like um you need you probably need an account to supply raw goods so we need plastic we need eyelets we need shot cord we need suede we need all these things and we get a lot of these um from all different places so everything sourced in the united states but we had to call at one point we had to call set up accounts so we're, now we're managing accounts. We have uh, receipts coming in. You need some way to manage your receipts so that you can do your taxes at the end of the year. So that, and to separate, like down the road, uh, how much did I make this year? How much, but not how much came into the business. How much was spent on raw goods, labor, anything like that? Uh, going out and buying dinner, or, you know, going on a business trip that's paid by the business.
0: How about where are you going to put your money?
1: Yeah. So we need, you, need a bank account. They won't let you
0: open a bank account without a TIN. How do you manage your federal forms? How do you manage your right? tax documentation? How do you how do you get money? How do you how do you sell? You got to ma-
2: things. You got to manage people. Do you have people working for you? Payroll. Oh man, that's another thing.
0: Taxes, uh-huh. worker, workers comp. Um all of these things are are separate systems within a business that you need to manage (laughs) website do you need a website Website, you gotta
1: manage that you can advertise we'll talk about that in a minute Um, social
0: media are you gonna manage those yeah how what's your plan um you should have some of these things like in your head already right like not you you might not need to know the answer to them but understand that they exist in the business process
1: and you may need it at some point insurance Insurance?
0: maybe you need to be
2: bonded Yeah. yeah Yeah. do you
0: need certifications do you need are you spraying yeah. pesticides and you need uh hazardous materials sir?
2: or a licensed contractor's license a whole different bag of worms
0: yep exactly Or you're opening a restaurant and you need to deal with a health yeah if you've got a like fryer
1: that. how are you going to get rid of the grease where does it go yeah
0: even just down that, the sink, right? Just that, yeah, down the sink. <laughs> so think about your processes in business and think about what it is that you're trying to do, what service or good that you're providing, and what are some of the ramifications or trickle-down. It's not as easy as, hey, I'm going to come up with a product and I'm just going to sell it to people and make money. Cool. <laughs> what about everything else? What about what about everything yeah.
1: else? Minimum, you need a bank account. You need a um, tax ID number. You yeah. need, what else? You need some way to, to manage your business. Uh, your income and what you're spending money on, your, your receipts, books, your invoicing. All
0: are you going to invoice? Are you going to take POS? Are you going to take cash? Where do you store extra cash? How do you protect that? Do you need systems in place to protect your assets? Do you need a security system? Do you need, you know, what is it that you're working with and how are you going to prevent basically loss prevention at that point? So you have a loss <clears throat> prevention plan or manage your mm-hmm. loss prevention and then, um, yeah. How are you going to, how are you going to expand from that? So
2: that was a ton of stuff right there. We we totally know it, but hopefully (laughs) in just a couple of minutes of going over a bunch of stuff, you as the listener picked up on, Hey, Oh man, I never thought of that. I need to look at that. So there's that next question. How am I going to advertise my business? That goes back to what, what is your business or your service that you're, you're trying to, to sell to people. And you know, is this, is it as simple as going the social media route and, you know, trying to sell your, your product through Instagram or Facebook, getting a website, email lists, how do you, how do you put all of that together? But how do you also, is the advertisement is something as simple as wrapping your pickup truck for your, your, business, your landscape business, your, I, how many times have you seen Avon, you know, car rolling down the, you know, that have, have reps or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. So how do you, if people don't know you exist, you're, you're never going to sell anything that you're trying That's to it. sell. So yeah. how do you, how do you put your name out there? Not just so that people know you exist, but also so that you can, you know, put your Put your product, your service to the thought of somebody's, you know, brain saying like, "Oh yeah, you know what? I I want to get pavers done in my backyard." And I saw pavers by whoever on the side of a truck with a phone number. You know,
0: well, and there's a there's a lot of different ways to advertise. the The first and foremost, something that we we actually do a lot of is the social media side, which will. We'll have a whole episode on social media and its importance and how to uh, how to dive into that. But I think for right now it's free and it's easy and it's a way to get your name out there, like you said, Andy. And, you know, gone are the days of, of you used to work for a newspaper. Remember when like advertising run advertisement in, and newspapers yeah. and there was there was sales teams for newspapers who their only job was to try to collect ad revenue by ask, hey, do you want to advertise? I'll give you a quarter page. And we still get that in magazines where they're like, hey, we'll, we'll shoot your ad and you know, it'll be a little two by two thing on the back page of this magazine. And we're like, yeah, we're not paying.
1: And it's two grand. It. So understand what your
0: return is on your investment because all advertising is, the purpose of advertising is to drive revenue. The more advertising you do, the more revenue you should make. But understand that if you do not have a good margin in your in your product or your service or whatever you're selling and your advertising is crazy expensive and you're missing the mark on who you're trying to hit with your advertising every single dollar that you're spending is actually negative return you're mm. actually spending you're spending money to make money but you're spending money to not make money at that point
1: Yeah. Like when we first, when we got our advertising guy and we were like, Hey, let's run an ad and see how we do. And he tells us we're getting a six to one return on our ad. So we're making $6 for every $1 that we spent in advertisement. That's insane. And I wish we would have started like, sooner. So right, the yeah.
0: sooner that you can start your advertising for your business or for your product or whatever it is, do it.
1: Use technology.
0: If you have an extra $100 in your pocket when you start up, my number one advice to you when it comes to marketing is put that $100 into advertising. Because if you're even making a two-to-one return on it, that's yep. better than any stock. It's that's huge. better than any anything.
2: But be prepared. Uh, because as soon as you start spending that money in the right spot and getting those good hits on advertising, you're going to have to scale up, yep, right? Exactly because that. if you're doing something by yourself, all of a sudden, you're going to run out of time. And if you run out of time and you're unable to fulfill the requests of all the yep. people that are are you know reaching out to you to provide whatever product or service, in one foul swoop, you've gone from, you know, making yourself relevant to Ill, irrelevant. <laughs> so there's by, a, there's, by, yeah, there's you definitely
0: know? a dance that you have to do with advertising and that advertising can draw sales, which is good. But if you're not ready to accommodate those sales, you're actually, it's negative return again. So,
1: but don't be afraid. Don't, don't let afraid. that, don't, don't let that discourage be you. If you
0: have to Shoot. scale, you go, if
1: you have to Come scale down. and just be honest with with your customers that's our biggest thing like they're like how long for a custom we're like eh, three two to three weeks and they're like okay as long as you're upfront front with it yeah and if you don't think you can do it in two to three weeks overshoot but if we told four them, weeks but if we
0: told them two to three days and it took three weeks yeah holy yeah. exactly. cow like we'd yeah. be getting phone calls every day on our on our every day after three days i bet so yeah what's our next question uh let's see here so let's talk a little bit about insurance. Um, it's something that we have, uh, as our business grows, and we get out of our houses, and we get out of our garages, mm-hmm. and get out of the basement, if you will, um, you you find that you become liable for things. You you find that, <laughs> that sometimes there are even um, supply chains that won't carry, that won't do business with you, that won't um, handle your product. We have distributors who won't handle our product without liabi- product liability insurance, which... If you don't know what product liability insurance is, it's basically a fancy way of saying I'm going to keep myself covered with this blanket insurance policy in case somebody uses my product and then either damages something or themselves while using my product. So it keeps me safer from lawsuits, I guess, um, knowing that I have this bank of money uh, available should I need to use it, should somebody do something stupid with our product. And um, I think that that's kind of been an eye opener for us. And yeah.
1: Something we weren't quite anticipating. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, well cool. We can get a vendor or distributor and be like, Hey, do you want to sell our stuff? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Show us your, show insurance. us your insurance. We're like, Hmm. Or what, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: But I mean, think about it. So we have in every other episode, we talked about lawn care. So screw it. Why not? So if you're mowing, a, mowing grass and you kick up a rock and that rock hits the homeowner in the face, whose fault is it? It's probably right. going to be your fault. And even if it isn't your fault, it's going to be your fault because you were the guy running the lawnmower at the time and that rock got kicked up and hit you in the face. Or let's say you're digging a trench because you're doing some landscaping and you end up hitting a water line or a gas line. We see it all the time in the fire service, right? Some contractors out there and they hit a gas line. That gas company wants their money for their product. Guess where they're coming for you. If you are not protected with liability insurance, that could be the difference between your company having a, existing having, anymore having a business tomorrow and, and not. So, um, make sure that you're up to speed on your, on your product liability or your general, like contractors liability, depending on what, you know, what you're doing. If you own a storefront or are leasing a storefront, um, there's commercial insurance. So we have commercial insurance on our warehouse space and that's to protect the, the building from like fire, water loss, stuff like that theft. It's kind of like homeowners. Um, but it also protects if somebody decided to come visit, And they broke their ankle or they got liquid hot magma sprayed in their face for some (laughs) reason. or You know what I mean? They drank the ink. Um, All of those things would be absolutely ridiculous. And um, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. But they're, they're things that you might not consider that you need until something bad happens. So insurance is exactly that
2: workers comp workers comp is another thing.
0: Anytime you have employees workers comp insurance. In fact, workers comp insurance in most States is required by the state. Like in Nevada, it's an NRS statute that you need. If you have anybody working for you, you need to carry a minimum amount of, of workers comp insurance, which is actually something we just found Mm -hmm. out. So (laughs) we apologize for the last year, but, uh, it, yeah. In order to get a business license, in fact, in our county, you have to prove proof of um, of product li- or uh, not product liability, but uh, Work workers comp. comp. So workers comp is one. If you have a vehicle that you're driving, consider commercial liability on your vehicle. Um, if you're towing a trailer, commercial liability for that, because if you have your personal liability, um, oftentimes your personal won't cover it just because you you know, well, I'm towing a trailer in a lawnmower and I a car hit me. And my trailer, am I good? And they're like, well, were you using it for your business or were you using it to take it home? And you're like, well, I was on my way to a job. Well, we don't cover that. That's commercial. So these insurance companies can be finicky. So understand that just because you're operating out of your basement um, or your garage or whatever, your homeowners or your personal liability insurance may not cover what it is that you're trying to do or what it is that you're trying to sell, right?
1: Yeah, ask the questions, especially to
0: insurance because... Definitely. Um, our next question. Um, what are some available resources for business? So we get asked this all the time too. Like, how did you guys start? What resources did you use? Now we're a resource and we're just giving you what we know, but we know a fraction. I mean, we're, we're pretty good. We're, I would say we're seasoned in what we do, but I'm not an expert, expert, expert in hiring people something new to us. You know, we're not experts in commercial leasing and that's new to us. We're not experts in, we're really good at some things, but there's some things that we just kind of, we have to gather resources from. Right. So um, creating
1: partnership agreements, creating your LLC. uh, uh, There's a lot of stuff, you know, uh, that takes a
2: little bit of expertise. Right. It does. And and we've kind of said on all of these so far, Google is a heck of a thing and heck you can thing. you can find so much information on the internet and you know depending on where you're based from you know, I mean we obviously default to Nevada because that's where we are but you know, the things that we have to do, the hoops we have to jump through here could be completely different if you're on the East coast or Midwest, whatever. Right. Yep. So, you know, do, do a little bit of legwork and hit the internet and try to figure out what resources are available in, in your area. Um, you know, whether it's, you know, small business administration type stuff, there, there, there's places everywhere that have the information you just need to find where to look and and get it
0: or or the power of the internet now like we talked about with Google like there are i guess I'd call them like groupthink sites where you can you can get a lot of different information under like an umbrella. For example, LegalZoom is something that we use. We're not so getting paid
1: by anybody. We're
0: not not paid <laughs> advertisers. We're just saying that this is what, what has worked for us. So please, thank Use Bing, whatever. See, just by saying that, we need to cover our ass because there's probably somebody who's like, oh, why didn't you use my product? I'm going to sue you. LegalZoom is what we've used. It's what we know. Again, unpaid advertising. Um, so do you uh, have a question legally for an attorney. Do you need some paperwork like a partnership agreement or a rent agreement or whatever it is, um, or a business contract or a non-disclosure? Those can all be found. Like we subscribe to a yearly thing with legal And if we ever have a question or need a resource, we might have to pay a little more money for it, but we actually, we have some, I'm going to call it somebody on retainer.
1: Yeah. And we actually know other large firefighter owned companies that we use legal zone
0: that actually told us to use legal zoom' And yeah. we were like, God, why haven't we done that yet? Um, accounting, we don't have an accountant. It, we found it more, uh, cost effective to get a plan through again, not paid, but one 800 accountants. So just having, you know, uh, a system in place. So if I have an accounting question or a tax question or, um, you know, at the end of the year during tax time, they, they're my CPA, they're my advisor, they're my, My team, basically, I'm outsourcing a team that anybody in in the United States can use. You know, it's Mm -hmm. a team of people who are really good at what they do. They're one little spot um, and they're able to help us out. So find a resource that might work for you um, and at the end of the day, talk to other small business owners and find out what they did. They've been immensely helpful for us as a resource. Other firefighter-owned companies, other businesses um, have helped us out through our growth process and I think that that's that's just huge. Look into wave wave has been good for payroll and for, uh, our books and for our projections and invoicing. Like they've been, it's awesome. It's really good and it's free. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So the, these resources exist out there that are extremely powerful, that cost fractions of what it would cost for you to like, okay, I need a, I need a patent attorney and I need uh, an attorney attorney and I need, uh, somebody who can look over my contracts. Like you'd have to hire three different attorneys, or you can just go to one place where all of these resources exist. So, uh, if you live in a big city, college campuses have small business centers. Yeah, go talk to somebody. Go talk to a, a professor in business who who knows these contacts and network, mm-hmm. network, 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 network. That's the biggest thing.
2: Hundred percent. Talk. I was thinking insurance. We everybody has insurance. You own a house, you got homeowners' insur- insurance. You own a car, you got car insurance. Ask your provider. Go go have a face to face with them. Hey, I want to start a small business. What insurance do I need? I bet they know. Get a quote. Or I or, mean, it doesn't hurt. If they don't know, they. I bet they know somebody who knows. Like, that's, just that's the it, theme. Ask
0: your people. Whoever, whoever you got in 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 yeah.
2: your grip of people, yep. ask them. Somebody's gonna know.
0: Somebody'll know. So now we've answered all these questions. What's next? Ooh ooh. We've got. You've answered the questions. Now, what do you do?
1: we got a checklist of 20, 30, 30. 30. Oh, there's 30, 30, 30 things you should do when starting your business.
0: Again, out of that same book, not paid advertising, how to set up your business for under a thousand dollars, but immensely helpful guys like this. I, I can't tell you this $20 investment could like legitimately change the way that you look at starting up a business. And it's what we're trying to help you guys walk through as well. We're not the authors of the book, but, um, we're we're taking our spin on their checklist
2: wouldn't it have been awesome if we had this book like six seven years ago when we oh, were getting God. started to be, be like, oh yeah
0: it and it can just ease
1: ease your mindset you That's know it. You, you have a checklist you can read about everything you can you can ask yourself the questions and ha- you have the checklist and you can it's visual
2: a well, lot i'm such a visual person yeah. like i like to be able yeah. to see it um, what check marks, the sign of completion, like yeah. that's one less thing I have to do.
0: Yeah. It's another step yeah. up on the ladder, man. You're getting closer to that goal of actually starting your business. So we're here to help you with that. Um, on our next episode, our next fast five episode will be dipping into the checklist, giving you guys our take on this. And, uh, hopefully again, we can get you guys to, uh, get one step closer to completion, one step closer to launching your very own business, especially as a first responder. We know it can kind of sometimes be tough. So, uh, if you've got some value in the show and you enjoyed it, share it with your friends. Um, we're just here to, to help spread the knowledge and, uh, yeah, give us a share, give us a like, follow us on social media, follow our companies, follow the other, uh, first responder owned businesses that you see out there because none of what we do would happen without people like you. So until then, stay stay safe. safe.